I'll just hang on to this. Okay. Uh, my name... Uh, further, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like eating it. Uh, okay, my name is uh, Leslie Duxbury, and I thought I'd just start off today with um, just letting you know about my um, association with the Stony Rises or with that part of the country. And as uh, Evelyn said, I came to Australia in 1983, and um, kind of serendipitously, uh, someone used to lend me a car occasionally and I took off uh, Just I just set off driving to discover just to try and discover Victoria really and I ended up at the Stony Rises and uh, around that western district area and um, what was surprising to me was how similar it was to the area that I grew up in in the north of England and, uh, in, and that included the kind of the, the landscape, the treeless hills and the, um, you know, that kind of uh, long distance views, as well as the dry stone walls. Um, and I got very attracted to the, to the stone walls. My uncle is still a dry stone waller, so I have that kind of association in my family. Um, but I've always been attracted to volcanoes. And so when I came back to, uh, after doing these little trips to the Western Ditch District and, and exploring a bit more about it, I found out that the, the little humps on the horizon were actually um, eroded uh, volcanoes or remnants of volcanoes. Uh, when I got um, accepted into the Stony Rises project, my intention was to do something with the walls. And, and I'm also a long-distance walker. I do a lot of, of um, walking in remote areas of the world. And I'm, uh, kind of one of my intentions was to, to walk some of the walls and, and kind of record the processes and take photographs. Um, but once I got there and, and during the, the kind of the artist camp, I got really interested in the landscape again, and uh, you know we went up to the top of a few top of a few of the um, hills and the rises and um, uh, and we also took a geologist with with us um, i should should say i 'd forgotten about um, bernie and uh, who who took us down some tunnels some uh, lava caves and I got really excited about that kind of uh, volcanic uh, activity. And I have to say, I've been a, a, a climber of volcanoes all over the world. And I've all, you know, from Indonesia to Chile to, and recently been in Iceland and uh, got caught up in the uh, exploding volcano there. So I've, I've always had this love of volcanoes. And uh, so this work came about, and, and, and some of you may know my, my kind of work about the sky. I've all, and so w what the Stony Rises in that western district did was to combine my interest in the sky and that kind of landscape but I, and I kind of like the um, uh, the views I, I wanted to make the landscape vast and to make it vast um, I wanted to concentrate the uh, the viewing of it, I suppose. So this is why, one reason why they're so small. And I should say, I, I took, when on the camp, I took photographs. I took black and white photographs on a 35mm uh, camera, um, not digital. And then back at RMIT, I scanned the negatives and on a really kind of super-duper scanner. And I had the opportunity to print them out. You know, they could be wall size. They were just, it was just such an amazing large scan. But I, but I, I came back to a, a kind of a way of working of kind of concentrating viewing and concentrating, um, you know, that kind of vastness within a small space, which is something I've kind of been dealing with for quite a long time. 
So I took the clouds and these, these kind of pimples on the horizon, these very low um, horizons of the stony rises. And um, I don't know, some of you may have noticed and some may not, that I've, I've I kind of printed on the glass of the frame. Um, it's, it's text from writings of William Hamilton, who lived in Naples. He was an English... Um, kind of overseer of that Naples area and who got fascinated who was fascinated by Vesuvius and Vesuvius was exploding at the time I mean he just and he just he just did so much work about Vesuvius did one uh, work with um, a, an artist he was an artist himself did wonderful paintings and worked with an artist to do amazing engravings and drawings of, uh, of Vesuvius and I loved the way he described Vesuvius and I also liked that kind of connection and, and he was writing this in the late um, 18th century, about the same time that Australia was um, being settled uh, by um, white people. Um, and so what I've done is just over... I didn't, I didn't want the viewer to necessarily be able to read the text in its entirety, but just hopefully by seeing glimpses of someone else's fascination with uh, volcanoes, uh, just for kind of snippets of that text to, to shine through and, and kind of just instill something of that imagination, um, someone else's imagination about uh, volcanoes. And I stuck to black and white. Again, I didn't want to, I didn't want to represent that area necessarily. I, I kind of wanted it to be a little bit, although it is obviously of that very particular region, I sort of wanted it to be a little bit more universal as well. And um, in my travels, I've, I've come across a lot of um, landscapes like that. From, I mean, uh, this, this, uh, this region looks so much like Easter Island, for instance, which is very similar landscape and has that volcanic um, heritage. Um, and other, other areas, that are in, well, as in Chile, in, almost in um, Iceland, there are areas that are the same. So I kind of wanted to make that connection across the world and with that, um, that kind of uh, universal um, experience of volcanoes or uh, previous activity. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I don't know if anybody has any questions about the work. Questions. I, I, I was um, immediately thinking when you said um, that you're in Iceland mm -hmm. um, about well, of course, you know, but all the airplanes, you know, air traffic was um, halted mm. because of um, you know the destruction to the yeah, the ashes mm. and the destruction to the atmosphere. And, and having a look at this, can you sort of talk about what you saw there? Did you see in Iceland? Anything? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I spent the last night in Iceland at the foot of the volcano. Wow. Actually, um, it's quite uh, quite by um, chance, by uh, by accident. Um, and but you know, no one was very was particularly worried about it. It did um, give off a lot of ash that fell on Reykjavik, but I was in the north of Iceland at the time, so I didn't experience mm. that. But I did experience, um, because there was no night when I was in Iceland, it was in June and it never went dark, um, I did hang around with a geologist um, until about 12 o'clock at night until this, the sky cleared and we saw this wonderful plume of steam coming out of the volcano. It was just fantastic. <laughs> so I've walked up volcanoes, uh, um, active volcanoes, and I've walked round volcanoes. And uh, so, I've, yeah, so I've, I've just always had that um, fascination with, um, I suppose, natural 
you know, this kind of the, 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 the idea that the earth's still alive and still forming. Mm. Were you interested in geology as a occupation? Yeah, I was. When I was at school, I did geology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would have, I, I was tempted to pursue geology, except that I, you had to have a maths. It was a science <laughs> subject, and mm-hmm. I just, I didn't do the maths. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> these um, images taken in different parts of the Western District? Yeah, 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 they're different, yeah. And mainly from, as you can see, mainly from high points, so, yeah, uh, rather than from below looking up, yeah. which is, I don't know, it's what I, I don't know, walking trips, it's usually up to the top and then down the other side, but most of the photographs are taken from the top, yeah. There's not that many high points in the Western District. No, there aren't. No, that's right. No, it is. It's very low. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And that's why I think you've captured the the skyline very Mm. well. Yeah, yeah, there aren't. Yeah, I suppose there there aren't that many areas where you do get such a sense of space. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a particular time of day that you put them in? I do normally, but we didn't because we were. um, I didn't go back there afterwards. I I just did these when we were on the artist camp. Um, I don't know if you were aware that with this project we went away as as a group of artists for four days. Um, And we spent one day with a geologist. Uh, We spent one day with uh, someone who knew all about the dry stone walls. Uh, Harriet Edquist talked to us about the um, early houses. The um, house... The... Yeah. And, uh, and then we spent one day with an indigenous um, person to talk about the indigenous occupation of the area. So um, we got a, you know, an amazing overview of that region, uh, but I still came back to the, you know, to the geology of it, I mm. suppose. Yeah. What was the, the area that you covered? Uh, we stayed in Camperdown, mm-hmm. and we went out every day from there. So we went as far as um, just to the west of Warrnambool, um, and then north to Mount... Well, we did, actually, we didn't actually get as far as Mount El- Elephant, but, we, you know, we did re- uh, run Lake Karangamite, right. um, yeah, Camperdown, and, I, and as far... We didn't get to Tower Hill oh, on that occasion, you but have you been to I have. I used to. Well, I used to teach in Warrnambool, oh. and that's how another way that I saw this region was on the train every week. Um, go, yeah, on the train going through there to um, Tower Hill, and we used to take students to Tower Hill mm. to draw and do projects. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't want that to be an issue, really. I just, yeah, I just, and also just to. Um, uh, so it didn't. Dis- I don't know. So it just didn't. It wasn't a distraction because it wasn't about the the color. It wasn't. I didn't. You know. I, I don't know. It wasn't about the color. I just wanted to remove all that kind of information for it to just be about the that kind of the landscape, the form rather than the um, color of it. Who initiated the project? Um, it was initiated at RMIT through um, Harriet Edquist who's a professor of architecture here, and uh, Lorene Vaughan, Associate Professor Lorene Vaughan, um, who, and I, who, well, she and I have um, been interested in dry stone walls for similar yet different reasons. I, I come from the north of England where dry stone walls are, you know, I'm just very familiar and they are home to me. Uh, she 
was familiar with the dry stone walls here and went to Devon in England and again felt that sense of um, being at home in, in Devon because of her association with that, that district here. And so, um, well, my interest also, and Lorraine and I are probably going to continue working on a project together and looking at walls, and ho hopefully I'll be able to get engaged with the walls more rather than the mm -hmm. um, landscape, uh, but looking at walls as um, bringing people together. As, uh, you know, the walls are usually something that divide or mark territory, and we're quite interested in looking at walls as, as a way of kind of bringing things together and bringing people together and ideas together rather than as dividing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of looking at where it goes next, I suppose. It was funded by RMIT University through the um, Design Research Institute. So you haven't put as much emphasis on the walls in your photo. There's no emphasis at all, <laughs> no, in the end. Sort of line, yeah. But, um, yeah. Was that sort of something that just developed, you know, if you decided to concentrate more on the on the vastness of the Yeah, line. well, as I say, I, I, my intention was to go and work with the walls, mm. um, but then when I got there, my imagination took over and I went for that more imaginative um, aspect of being mm. there, I suppose. Because the yep. skies are quite fascinating, aren't they, in that area anyway? Changes yes, they are. Dramatically. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we were there during, um, you know, it did rain a lot. We had a lot mm. of rain and showers. It was, uh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Mm. Talking about the artist camp, mm -hmm. and what's fascinating, I think, about this exhibition is how all the different um, participants have interpreted the same area mm. in, in very, very different ways. Mm -hmm. um, did you talk with the other artists about what you were doing? You know, you said your imagination took over. We didn't. Because I know Lauren um, was, did the, the wall book. That's right, yes. yeah. And um, we didn't talk a lot about it um, while we were on the camp. Um, we, we kind of went through the day's events or what we'd done during the day but we didn't I mean at that point I suppose we were all just gathering information for how we would interpret that um, particular area so there wasn't there wasn't much discussion then and we met a couple of times afterwards to just kind of exchange ideas or let each other know what aspect of the camp or what aspect of the area we might be working with um, but other than that we just kind of went away and uh, did our thing yeah. hmm. But it, yeah, sorry. Yes, I imagine you took a lot of photographs. Was it difficult to pay down to this particular group? In the end, it, it wasn't. I, yeah, I did take quite a lot. Yeah, and some of them I just didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is in the end that makes you decide one thing over another. You know, I, I think the clouds had a lot to do with it, and the cloud formations, and, and a lot of the days were just flat grey, yes. and, and then we did have a couple of just blue skies, which I'm not interested in either. <laughs> so I did go for the ones where the the clouds, I suppose, predominated. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Can you just talk about perhaps um, other photographers or artists have you, um, who interest you, who have perhaps been an inspiration? Oh, um, okay. Um, well, um, art, well, art, well uh, photographers of the sky, I mean, there's Alfred Stieglitz, who's, who's taken photographs. But um, I've always been interested in uh, John Constable. And, um, and I've, you know, I did a, my PhD was really based around Constable and, and, uh, and Turner and their interpretation of... Uh, the weather really um, 
So a lot, yeah, a lot of it comes from that, and I think I, I think it's always there somehow, um, and in a way, um, I keep going back to Constable's sky paintings that he did on Hampstead Heath in London, and in a way, this could be a similar location. You know, I suppose in uh, in London, Hampstead Heath had that sense of, you know, it was an area that had that sense of space. Um, uh, that, that gave you, you know, kind of access to um, being able to see the sky un- uninterrupted, and um, so I think there's still a lot of that <laughs> here too. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other parts of, say, England or that you particularly like, like the Moors or any other areas? Of well, it's, I grew up on the Moors, oh, so yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that was my. Um, uh, link, I suppose, to the Western District because it reminded yeah. me of reminded me of home, mm. <laughs> my <laughs> former home. <laughs> yeah, so it, that's you know, I used to spend my childhood kind mm. of roaming the moors, and uh, be, you know, when it got beyond the walls. Um, but yeah, that kind of flat, <coughs> treeless mm. country. Yeah, mm. and I've always felt comfortable in that kind of country. It's very so exposed to it. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I tend to go to places in the world that are treeless and uh, a bit bleak and <laughs> around <laughs> around a certain uh, latitude. So it's kind of that yeah, those northern ones and right down in the mm. southern hemisphere, right down the south, where it's you know the weather's always grim and <laughs> grey. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's where the most interesting. Scotland too. I don't, yeah, I don't know it up there, but I I have been to, um, uh, well, Baffin Island in the Canadian Arctic. We did a long walk there where it's not particularly high, it's worn down and there's no trees and we were there during the summer so it had that kind of flat greenness and um, Newfoundland was the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then right down in the south of the world I've been to um, Tierra del Fuego and, uh, and southern Chile. Uh, New Zealand, of course. So, yeah. yeah, but it's all. Yeah, I never, I never head to the tropics. It's always kind of below um, mm. a certain latitude. Mm. Mm. Are there any final questions? Okay. Please okay. Thank Leslie. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.